You're listening to The Marlowe Podcast. Each week, we bring on experts to help you navigate your career. You know, if, if we're having this conversation now, anybody who's on board with this idea is an early adopter. Like, you are at the, the front of the wave in terms of um, this movement, and that's a really powerful place to be. Hi everyone, my name is Mary Fox and I'm here today with two guests. Uh, we've got Brittany Hillard and Christian Fennessy from Walk Me to talk through new hire onboarding. And today, Christian and Brittany are going to walk us through how you can use their tool, Walk Me, and also other tools to implement your digital uh, services and tools for your new team members. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you for having us. Um, so Walk Me is what we call a digital adoption platform. And what we mean by that is WalkMe overlays on top of any digital experience, any software experience to help guide users through processes, um, help engage them at the right time in the right place with the right information. And it also provides robust analytics to help uh, get better insights into the way they're interacting with your software so you can make better business decisions. Um, and it can also help with things like automation. Um, it has some amazing AI functionality to better anticipate user needs. So it's really pretty powerful. And what are your roles at WalkMe? What are the two of you responsible for? Yeah, so um, I manage our customer engagement programs. And so what that means here at WalkMe is we have around 1,500 customers globally using WalkMe in a variety of different ways. And I have the pleasure of kind of trying to create a community around our customers, allowing them to connect with each other, share their stories, share their wins, get best practices, um, and figure out how we can help them make the most of the product. So it's really a pretty cool job because I just get to hear about all the awesome things our customers are doing, and it gives me a lot of great insight into um, all of the opportunity that's out there. And I work primarily on the sales side. I work with our Fortune 100 customers to provide solutions specifically around onboarding, but also a number of other business challenges that can be solved using a digital adoption platform like WalkMe. Um, I think my passion really lies in the onboarding because that's a really effective area of the business and it means a lot. And we're going to absolutely dive into why teams use this, but at a high level, when do teams come to you for WalkMe in terms of new hire onboarding? What types of tools and, and processes are they trying to, to solve for? Sure, I can take that question. So typically it will be around processes that are mandatory for new hires or all employees, but are not super frequent. So if you imagine when you're going into your internal uh, system, you may need to take time off or you may need to request a sick day or any number of processes you can imagine just related to being an employee at any size company. These are the types of things that our customers use WalkMe for. Great. All right. So new hire onboarding is already a really, it's a, it's a tough thing to jump into for any team of any size. We're all trying to figure it out. Uh, we have HR teams of really large organizations continuously refining this process. And of course, the bigger you get, the more tools you have and the more um, resources that you're trying to teach new team members how to work with. When we talked before, Brittany, you mentioned that um, 
you can work with sales teams, you can work with product teams, like often you can come into each different organization uh, within the larger organization. So what are some common teams that are leaning on you for WalkMe? Yeah, that's a great question. So just like you said, WalkMe, one, it can work on a variety of different software, right? So we're platform agnostic. We can work on customer-facing software as well as employee software like a CRM or an ERP or HCM or your Gmail or whatever it might be. Um, and so usually the, the folks who come to us are the ones that are experiencing the pain, right? Um, so if it's uh, around like the HCM adoption and, and frequent cyclical employee processes, we might be talking to the HR or the HR operations team. Um, if it's the sales team and the sales team is growing and processes are complex and changing and um, you know, it's causing data accuracy issues, then a lot of times the sales team will come to walk me and kind of do their discovery of it. So it really just depends kind of what the different software the organization has and um, kind of how those softwares are causing frustrations or frictions within the organization. And usually that determines um, what kind of stakeholder comes to walk me to evaluate it. Um, we also see a lot of like learning professionals or training and development teams. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of different breakdowns, but yeah, those are pretty common ones. Great. You mentioned before that you have a presentation that you can share with us on what this problem is like from a high level and how you're solving it. And then I'd love after the fact, we can jump into some questions that I'm sure uh, the people who are watching would love to hear. Okay, great. So you are up. This is perfect. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, normally when we explain to you know, people what we do, they think maybe we're a dog walking service. Uh, so sometimes it's nice to actually explain a little bit more about what you know, Walk Me is all about and, and how we help walk people through uh, their, their digital life cycle. Um, I'm sure everybody on the line can relate to this. Anybody who's started a new job can really understand, like, you're not just learning how to use one application. Oftentimes, you're learning how to use 5 to 10 to 15 to 20 applications. Um, WalkMe is only, I think we're a little over 600 employees, which might feel big now, but we've got, I think, over 35 different enterprise applications. Um, and a lot of those, I, you know, I touch maybe three or four of them daily. Um, I touch the other 30 of them maybe once or twice throughout the year. And so uh, when you think about the way humans learn, um, usually what happens is, you get this huge data dump of information about how to do something or all the different bits and pieces uh, that you need to know. And then you walk out of that room or you leave that training session and you immediately forget about 70 to 80% of what you learned. And you have to go through this long and painful process of retraining yourself or getting support, tapping your, your peer on the shoulder, asking your boss repeat questions, um, and not only is it super frustrating for all of those people, but, you know, you're super frustrated, you're discouraged, you're making mistakes, you're wasting time. Um, and then, of course, inevitably, just when you think you've, you've got it figured out, something changes, right? Especially if you're at um, a growing company, you're getting new processes, you're ripping out systems and replacing them with new stuff, and you really have to start the whole process all over again. And so, you know, this learning curve that I'm showing this is just for one system. 
right? This is, this is how you learn how to do um, a new CRM or HRM or whatever it is. Now, add on 35 systems to this, you're so overwhelmed as a new employee. Um, and as like the training team or the HR team who's, or the uh, people responsible for onboarding, um, if you've got a bunch of employees at different phases in this learning cycle, um, one, you probably don't know how to service them best. You're not driving maximum like productivity or efficiency from your employees, so you're really delaying um, their time to speed and value to the company. So there's just a lot of um, kind of friction points there. And, you know, everyone, training's not a new concept. Onboarding's not a new concept. People have been doing this for, you know, ever. And what we're seeing, though, is that traditional strategies just aren't working. Um, you know, Burson's a research institution, and they have found that 74% fail to use methods that empower employees. 70% of what is learned isn't forgotten in one day. It takes 8 to 12 months to make an employee fully productive if you're using just classroom training. Um, and employees are spending, I'll call it wasting, 6.5 hours a week learning or trying to learn. Um, and so it's, it's fascinating to think that, you know, technology is changing so rapidly. Like, you know, this phrase digital transformation is everywhere in the news and every organization is, um, you know, investing in new, cooler, smarter software. And yet, from a training perspective, we're all still using the same strategies for trying to train our employees even though we have the statistics that it's just not working. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. But this is really where, you know, here at WalkMe, this is what we're trying to help uh, companies overcome. So instead of kind of experiencing this, um, what we call the valley of death, which is really where an employee tries to learn new software and immediately plummets down into the valley and tries desperately over the course of time to figure out what to do and how to do it and how to become productive. Um, the goal with WalkMe is to really simplify this user onboarding experience to give them the right information at the right time so that way, you know, they can really achieve optimal performance and, and satisfaction and completely avoid this terrible valley of death. So um, that's kind of a little bit, I think, I, you know, to really paint the picture around this concept of digital adoption. Um, it's probably a, a phrase that guests on the line maybe haven't heard of before, haven't really thought of before, especially if you're just thinking about, you know, onboarding and training, like what is digital adoption? It's really this concept of like, how do you get your users to not just get trained on your software, software but actually understand what it does, understand like how they can use it and use it correctly at the right time in the right place without, you know, causing an increase in support or um, data inaccuracy or um, lack, of, lack of productivity or whatever it might be. So that's kind of what we're talking about when, it, when we refer to that term. Great. This is fantastic. You mentioned the, the subject of it taking so long to onboard a new team member. Um, we had a guest on a couple weeks ago, Jennifer Ferris, to talk about new hire onboarding from the new manager perspective. And one of the stats she mentioned was the, well, and we know this, the average employee right now is staying in a role for about 18 months. And so if you factor in what you just said, you know, training them up to speed over those first few weeks, like 
you're losing out in a big way. And if they don't feel like they're learning over the course of the next few weeks and months, they're probably about to take off and go somewhere else. So this is incredibly relevant. Um, I can only speak to my own experience, but my two previous positions, like at the previous companies were max 18 months. And then I've been at WalkMe for three years and I've gotten a new job every year. Um, so I went from sales to customer success now to customer engagement, three totally different roles. And it's a lot of information, you know, it's a lot of new systems, a lot of new processes. And I mean, that's just my personal experience in kind of this, you know, grow, growing business um, startup lifestyle that, that we've got going on here. But um, I know that that's, that's becoming more and more the, the norm for people. Absolutely. And um, before we stop sharing your screen, I wanted to just point to this valley of death. Um, so this is in the startup world, like the trough of sorrow. And, you know, the trough of sorrow would normally be you're plummeting after you've started something like you think it's going well, and then boom, like you fall on your face. Um, but in a startup, often you recover from that. But it looks like here in this slide, like, I mean, you're, it's hard to recover from that. What are some of the, the challenges that you're finding you know, companies are coming to you with when it comes to helping individuals recover from that painful onboarding experience. Do you want to take that yeah. question? Yeah, I will. Um, so when it comes to recovery, we don't just want to get back to the current performance state, so where, where they started. We don't just want to get back to that level. We want to empower the employees to get to a higher level, which is a desired performance that is indicative of the role uh, the person that we hired them uh, into. So the only way to achieve this is with an effective onboarding strategy. You can't just, no matter how talented, you can't place individuals into that kind of stress, that trough, that valley, because like you said, they may never get out. Um, but when they do, it can definitely be rewarding and getting them started from the very beginning on a smooth path to a great onboarding experience is crucial. What type of companies are coming to you both for, well, just for any sort of training of these new employees and, um, or maybe when they roll out a new system and they want to train everybody, are, what, are there themes across the board of who's coming to you at what stage? Yeah, so honestly, we see a huge variety. Like, for example, most people, when I talk to them, they assume that the only companies that come to walk me are companies that are currently investing in a new software and they're just now deploying it across their company base, um, which is a totally perfect time to be bringing WalkMe in, right? Because you're going through this big transformation, you've got to onboard all of your employees at once, you've made this huge financial investment and you don't want it to go bad, right? So WalkMe is kind of this, um, not just a safety net to success, but it's also a more efficient way of doing it. You don't need to hire more resources. It's very scalable. Um, but I would actually say we, we get a ton of customers who tried to do it on their own and it didn't go well. And now they're six months to a year in and they're like, wow, we thought these problems would go away. We thought we'd go through onboarding and everybody would just understand what to do and stop being confused. But now they're six months, 12 months in and they're realizing like, the questions never end. People are still confused. The data is totally wacky. It's, you know, people aren't doing things right. And we, we really need a way to fix this. And so um, what we find, you know, we're talking specifically about onboarding this, this dedicated period of time where you're 
bringing somebody up to speed, but it's really, you know, onboarding goes past just that initial phase. It's, it's on into the retraining and the support to ensure that people are successful. And so um, even past that initial onboarding period, we still, still see a substantial amount of customers coming in. Um, and a, a large group of customers, it's like you're either going through growth and you can't hire at the rate that you need to scale. So um, financially, it just doesn't make sense for you to keep hiring people to plug the gaps of training and education and support. Instead, you want to switch from a reactive method to a proactive method. Um, and then we also see, you know, very large companies where they're global. They can't physically um, have this staff in every office. They've got remote workers who are unsupported. Um, processes are changing so frequently that training documentation is constantly out of date. Um, so honestly, it's like every reason you could probably imagine, like onboarding and training is a very tough thing to do and to maintain. Um, and so we see customers who are just looking for better alternatives to the traditional methods. So you're saying as young as an early stage startup and as huge as a massive corporation, anybody can come to you and, and get that resource. And, you know, I think that the misconception for, for me anyway was that WalkMe was just for bringing on customers, right? Just for onboarding those new customers. And when you start to think of it as, oh, you mean I need, I could put a resource in the hands of every team member so that they don't all go bother that one employee, right? You've always got that one team member who everybody spends two or three minutes asking them a question thinking it's no big deal, but that person is answering questions all day long. And now you've just got this incredibly inefficient system where somebody's being distracted constantly. Um, so that, do you see that pretty common? Oh yeah, I mean, like nobody ever thinks like, oh, I must be, you know, I'm I'm the only one with this question, right? So I'll just ask it. It's like actually everybody asks that question. It's totally bogging um, bogging everybody down. I think that you know, I, I come from kind of the startup life. I'm used to working at small and growing companies, um, but. I think the, the smart companies are the one who are preparing for the future, right? So the sooner you kind of think about what your, your onboarding and your digital adoption strategy is, the easier it is to kind of grow and maintain it over time. Um, and so it's, it's kind of like if, if you have the, the genius foresight to get in front of it before it really becomes a huge issue for you, um, then you're one of the lucky ones. But also sometimes you need crazy pain points in order to justify a change. So these are, that's one unforeseen challenge that can come as you're growing. What are some of the other unforeseen challenges of companies as they're looking to bring on a digital adoption um, strategy because they didn't think that would be a problem before? Where do you see this come out to play? Sure. So one of the main things that I frequently hear from my customers is, we don't know what we don't know. They come to us with almost an open greenfield project because they haven't experienced this before. It's fairly new, this whole digital transformation. Like Brittany said, a lot of organizations, especially the smaller ones, may not even be aware of it. So when they approach us at WalkMe, um, we can help them with those best practices. And we can say, this has worked for other organizations in the past or based on your size and your unique position as a company. Um, these kinds of strategies are more appropriate. Um, as far as some other unforeseen challenges, 
Um, and when you're a small organization, you obviously have a lot of things on your mind. You're probably trying to ramp up revenue. You're trying to find good talent. You're trying to retain the talent. All these things are really difficult for a small startup. However, the lingering pain points that aren't being addressed, so it takes us six to, six to eight, nine, 12 months to ramp up an employee. That kind of pain is sort of unseen initially. And as you mature as an organization, that pain grows with you. So again, as Brittany said, if that pain can be addressed very early on, that organization would be really well equipped to not only handle the massive scale at which most startups grow, but also um, the challenges that ultimately affect the business and the bottom line. You have people listening to today's conversation, and I'm sure other people have found you in other ways. How can they turn this around and pitch this to the people who control the budget on these types of things. I can imagine if you're a team member and this is just eating away at your productivity because everyone's asking you questions, how can they pitch this to their higher ups? Yeah, that's a great question and one that I frequently have to tackle with my customers. So imagine if we have a manager or director of a team or department and they're looking to invest in a digital adoption tool, um, but the VP may not have insight into these problems. The VP is working on different challenges that relate more to the organization at large. They're not focused on what maybe the managers are dealing with day in, day out. They're not focused on the individual new hires. They just don't have the visibility. Um, so one of the things that I often recommend is make it clear, make it very visible what the challenge is, what the pain is, specific in terms of dollar amount as well as strain on the team. And then see, what would, a, what would a new experience, a new digital adoption tool do for that pain in terms of both demonstrable ROI, um, so in terms of onboarding? Is it just that the manager saves a, saves a number of hours a week, um, that the employees save a number of hours a week? And as well, there's that gain of productivity that comes from saving that time. And so when you tally all that up, a digital adoption platform doesn't look like an unreasonable investment because of, again, the gains that you're seeing. It's a great point. And as the, the co-founder of an early stage company, I can say that the biggest challenge for us is making sure that we're remembering to delegate, right? And not just delegate to our team, but delegate externally wherever we can, right? If we can outsource a resource, it helps tremendously. And getting into that habit early on is crucial but it's also a habit that we want our team members to take on. Like as we grow and we scale, we don't ever want them spending time on a task that can be automated or a task that can be um, resourced you know, to a tool or to a freelancer who's maybe a little bit um, less expensive than their time. And I think these are things that we want our team to be thinking about. And you know, I would love it if they came and pitched this to me. So hopefully for our listeners, they understand like it's, it's a great idea to pitch and the worst thing that happens is they say no. So um, yeah, I got a couple of really oh, cool customer success stories. Um, in a lot of the one I'm thinking of off the top of my head, they are, they were launching a new HR software on, um, and their whole argument was, Hey, we're launching this software to drive self-service of employees. Like we're investing in this because it will empower employees to do more on their own without having to contact HR. So they're making this, you know, very expensive investment in the HR software. As part of their business value calculation, it was like, in order to roll this out, we would have to hire at least two more people to manage, to create the training content, to answer the questions, to travel around um, and do this. 
And instead, you know, we can actually use, um, use WalkMe to offset those costs. And so it was just like you're saying, like, why, you know, why invest in, you know, like hiring new resources when you can invest in something that allows your current resources to scale um, and really allows you to be more agile and in the long run. Do these integrate between each other? Yeah, so, so WalkMe can work on top of any platform. So if your company um, actually purchases like a WalkMe license for all of your different software, then you would be able to create experiences that kind of flow in and out of your entire software suite. Um, uh, if you wanted to just invest in maybe one software, maybe your primary software, you don't have to invest in, in everything. And usually we see customers kind of start and grow it. Um, and, you know, even at WalkMe, we have, like I said, I think we have 35 enterprise software. I think we have WalkMe available on 17 or 18 of them because there are a handful of software where it doesn't make sense for us to build on it for, you know, a variety of reasons, just doing like a cost benefit analysis of investment. So it's, it isn't something that it's like every software you have needs to have a digital adoption strategy. No, of course, we want you guys to be smart about where you choose to invest. The whole point is to scale. Um, it's not about creating like, you know, all of this extra work. So, um, so yeah, that's an, another way to kind of look at it too. Before we dive off of here, there are a few more questions that I wanted to jump through. And um, if I'm putting you on the spot, let me know. But you mentioned that uh, you've been at WalkMe, Brittany, for three years. Okay, great. So you guys have both had really different experiences probably in terms of how you were onboarded. Um, what are the comparisons between a company bringing somebody on using WalkMe for the, for the individual who's just brand new to an organization? Like, how has that changed your perspective of being onboarded? Yeah, thinking about companies I've been at before, I used to work at PwC, 200,000 employees globally, and I'd wish that at the time they'd invest in WalkMe um, simply because I had to use so many different applications mm -hmm. um, as a consultant. You, and, and again, I was expected as a consultant to know and understand these applications, despite the fact that the training was all static or in person, I'm flying across the country to do various trainings. That's just an unreasonable expectation to put on employees. And um, while PwC did later invest in WalkMe, um, that would have been great to have back then. When I joined WalkMe and I was able to use WalkMe itself to actually complete my own onboarding as an employee, that was a fantastic experience simply because everything was outlined for me. I had an onboarding checklist of things I needed to do provided by WalkMe. And whenever I needed to engage with one of these processes, I would simply click on it and off and away I would go with the on-screen guidance. So from that, from that respect, I definitely think it's certainly um, a great user experience. Yeah, I have never worked for a 200,000 person company. Um, <laughs> so my, my onboardings have been um, probably a lot less thoughtful than PWCs. Uh, you know, I'm sure they had like a pretty well-baked onboarding program, even if it was, you know, cumbersome to kind of navigate through. But um, yeah, for me, it's, it's always been that just like drinking through from the fire hose, you know, mentality where it's like, you just go from meeting to meeting to meeting to training to training to training and learn literally everything. And then by the end of the day, you're so exhausted and you forget it and you kind of just like hope nobody noticed that you forgot everything and you just try to 
figure it out as you go. Um, and honestly, you know, I feel like I barely even remember being onboarded at Walk Me Now because it was also like, you know, we were super fast growing at the time and just chaos in its own uh, own right too. Um, but I think, you know, what I really remember a lot looking back on as we've invested and rolled out new software, like we rolled out ADP um, about a year ago and it all had Walk Me. We rolled out Lever, our recruiting tool that had Walk Me. Um, from a, a customer success and a sales standpoint, we've a thousand percent changed our processes just every day, like everything's changing. And so I, I don't even know what to do. I just know to look for Walk Me to kind of get me through that. And so um, it's actually made me have very high expectations because I'm like, oh, if there's something I need to know how to do and it does not have like a walkthrough or a smart tip or something to get me through it self-serve, then I'm like, whoa, why don't we have this yet? Immediately need to create it um, because that's just what I rely on. I, if, if we have a, a lunch and learn training, I'm like, I don't want to go to that. Like, just, you know, give me the walkthrough and I'll figure it out. Right. So um, it's kind of changed the way that I digest and consume training because for me, what's really important. It's like, I need to learn how to do my job. I need to learn these strategic things, skill sets and um, soft skills and, um, all this stuff is way more important than learning how to use these systems to like complete processes. And so for me, any training that's spent on like the how to's it's, it's like wasted brain capacity. I need that time and I need that energy to focus on a lot more important thing. Um, and I think that applies, you know, not just to me three years in, but to new hires where it's like, you're trying to teach them your company values, your mission statement, how to sell, what to sell, um, what your customer service experience should be like. And then you're bogging them down with all this like how to stuff that really doesn't make them, you know, this like an asset to your company. So that to me has been, I think the my experience um, in coming from companies that weren't like this to now seeing walk me really drink our own champagne and fully embrace digital adoption. I've never heard that before, drink our own champagne, and I'm officially going Sometimes to- Sometimes they say eat your own dog food, but drink your own champagne is Way more better. delicious. And <laughs> uh, well, and you know, Christian, to your point, like being onboarded into PwC, this is, you know, it's an, a large organization, and there are those moments where you, you feel like, I mean, gosh, hello, imposter syndrome. Like you think, it's already so exciting to be there. It's already such a big accomplishment to get this new position or maybe the opposite, like you're wondering how you ended up in this organization and why you ended up here. But like, however it is, you're coming into it. You have this expectation of doing things well and, and meeting expectations from what you delivered in your interview process. And then to be rolled in, I mean, the thought that comes to mind is Salesforce. I remember we were recruiting for sales team members at a couple companies before and everybody pitches their expertise on sales. Oh, I'm amazing at Salesforce. I completely understand how to use it. Or for our recruiters that we hired, yeah, of course I know how to use Greenhouse. I'm, it's so easy, I'm such a champ at it. And then they get in there and they realize that this workflow is so different from what their last company had. And like Salesforce is completely different than what they had worked with. Um, and now they have to pretend that they, I mean, they're feeling like an, literally an imposter, like, oh, I lied in my interview process because I don't know how to use this. 
as you get like this implemented into a company, um, do you send like a communication and marketing strategy out to the team to say, hey, this is what we're using now? Or does everybody just sort of start noticing it in the different tools that they're using? Yeah, so there's, there's a couple different approaches like you mentioned, but the primary one and the one that makes the most sense is actually to use WalkMe as a channel to demonstrate WalkMe. So for example, if a user logs into their Gmail account, and you've just implemented WalkMe, what better than to put a, a splash screen on the email and say, hey, we have a new product that we're using to streamline the onboarding experience. You know, this is your first day. Click here and we'll show you a checklist of things you should do on your first day. So that's just a really great example of how to use a WalkMe or another digital adoption tool as a means for distributing it. Um, some organizations, maybe large ones, wouldn't like to take that approach, but I think for this audience, um, it makes a lot of sense to be just open and transparent about that. And Brittany, you mentioned before when we were having a conversation that um, that WalkMe's been partnering with organizations that do research on this space of like micro learning and the advantages of it. Can you speak to that a little bit before we wrap up? Yeah, definitely. So. I mean, this, this is a very hot topic. Change management, uh, you know, digital learning, maximizing your software investment, especially during this area, uh, this time of digital transformation. Um, and so organizations like Burson, Deloitte, who I mentioned earlier, Forrester, Gartner, Constellation Research, um, a lot of them are really focused on this concept of the future of work and how to maximize employee engagement to drive productivity um, especially as companies are moving to uh, more unique working arrangements like more remote workers or more dispersed offices. Um, how do you like maintain a connection with your employees, provide them with the same level of exceptional, um, exceptional uh, training and, and support with all of this change that's going on? This, you know, as software systems are changing so, so fast, uh, faster than people can kind of keep up. And so, um, yeah, we, we have the pleasure of getting to work with a handful of different analysts at those organizations, going to their, their conferences and speaking um, on stage as part of their thought leadership discussions. And not just us, you know, for me, it's, it's not about getting WalkMe up there, it's about getting our customers up there. So, you know, we had Airbnb up there speaking. Um, we've got, you know, at Dreamforce, we've got Amazon and T-Mobile. And, um, you know, this, this fall we'll have, um, Shell Oil, and so a lot of really amazing names. And Congratulations, that's huge. Yeah, no, we're, we're pumped. But I think it's just a real testament um, to, you know, these, these people who maybe, the way I think about it is like, yeah, maybe we're smaller companies, we're not there yet. But those are the companies that have the, the time to kind of figure out what's the next best technology and like really make this investment. And so as a you know, smaller business, we, you know, within WalkMe, we look to these larger companies to figure out, like, how are they doing it and how can we learn from their lessons to really get ahead now? Like, maybe we're not 20,000 people, but as a 600-person organization that needs to get to 1,000 next year, what's going to get us there? And so I think that, like, that's um, what excites me about learning about their stories is they're, like, they have the same pain points we do, um, and this is how they're solving their, their problems. So, um, I think it's pretty inspirational. Um, the, the global system integrators, the PWCs, the Cognizance, Capgeminis, Deloitte's, KPMGs of the world, you know, they're recommending WalkMe as part of their change management strategies. So 
Um, you know, regardless of whether you decide to go with something like WalkMe, um, figuring out a digital adoption strategy, especially in this age of um, like app diversification within organizations is just super crucial, I think, for startup success and for employee success. So, um, and, and also not to keep talking, but um, that's something that, you know, Christian and I were discussing earlier is there's a lot of different ways to develop a digital adoption strategy. Um, it's not like you, you only get, you know, a digital adoption platform and that's it. Um, there's a lot of like hybrid approaches to this. So we have customers that go the zero onboarding route, right? They're like, we're going to launch Workday and we're not giving any training at all. Everything is going to be done through WalkMe. We're not doing any lunch and learns, no train the trainer, no webinars, no nothing. And then we have other customers that are like, that doesn't work for us. We're going to do a hybrid approach where we're going to have a week in office. We're going to bring new hires in. We're going to engage them on content. We're going to build this relationship. And then we're going to kind of let them um, use WalkMe to consume information that ties to the stage of onboarding that they're at. So that gives them the flexibility to say, instead of having a four-week onboarding that's super expensive and time-consuming, we're going to have a one-week onboarding that focuses on the most important content, and then we'll let them kind of consume what we think is most relevant at, you know, as they go to really drive retention of that knowledge. Um, so, you know, it, it doesn't have to be this like rip and replace strategy. There's definitely a lot of ways to incorporate, incorporate different elements of um, learning design um, and, and leveraging LMS systems and quizzes and all that stuff. Like you can still have that and really maximize a, a digital adoption strategy to make sure that your employees are having the best onboarding experience. That's great. Anything to add to that, Christian? Yeah, just one more thing to add. Like Brittany said, it's not all about the platform as well. It's also about the user experience. So really, I would encourage the audience to take a fine tooth comb through the onboarding experience and say, hey, is this something that helps or hurts the new hire? Is this something that helps or hurts the organization? Um, is this something that's going to make my new hire more productive or is it going to bog them down and are they going to find themselves in that valley or or a trough that we really don't want them to be in? So that's all I'd have to add. Um, I actually have one other thing that might be interesting or relevant. Yeah, um, let's keep it going. You guys, no, I like can, that. Be the, you guys can be the judge. Um, so, you know, we talked earlier about, like, who's coming to us to kind of solve these digital adoption challenges. Um, and like I mentioned, it's this vast variety of job titles. You know, you've got your, your sales ops, HR operations, IT, learning professionals, customer success operations, like there's so many different people. And um, what we're kind of seeing is, I guess like the, the role, you know, if you're on this webinar, you probably consider yourself to be in onboarding or training or HR in some capacity. Um, what, what we're seeing, the trend in the industry is that um, having this like learning, this like digital learning strategy is becoming a requirement of the job, right? So, you know, if you have the traditional learning background, that's great. But if you haven't yet started to think about 
how you help you employees or, or um, humans adopt to all of the enterprise technology, like, you know, that's a skill set that people are looking for when they're hiring these positions. And so um, we've, we've really seen like this increase in people kind of identifying themselves as not just um, a learning professional, but uh, a learning professional and a digital adoption manager or um, a program manager and a digital adoption manager, a UX designer and and the list kind of goes on. And I think that that's just because, um, you know, if, if we're having this conversation now, anybody who's on board with this idea is an early adopter. Like you are at the, the front of the wave in terms of um, this movement. And that's a really powerful place to be from a, a career and professional differentiator. And on a personal level, level, it's super exciting, right? You're, you know, you've got all this new news coming in from all the analysts that we talked about earlier. Um, so I would encourage anybody who is intrigued by what we're talking about um, to spend some more time looking into it because I really think that this is the progression of these job descriptions and there's a lot of opportunity right now to kind of seize this, seize the moment and become the expert in this. So. Um, there's a ton of great articles about it. I recommend following all of those analysts that I mentioned, Constellation Research, uh, Burson, um, Forrester and Gartner, like all of them are talking more and more about it. And so if you're curious how this can become part of your professional identity, um, there's, there's a lot of room to, to investigate and make it your own. So thanks for geeking out with me for the past bit. And, you know, where can your... Um, if they're if they're watching and they're thinking this is completely 100% something we need to look into or even we're thinking about looking into this, how should they reach out to you aside from just going to walkme.com? You can follow us on social media, so linkedin.com forward slash walkme, uh, facebook.com slash forward slash walkme, and also on Twitter, um, that one is walkme inc as our handle. Um, okay, you gotta, you gotta write that one down. <laughs> I, I would encourage um, anyone in the audience who would like to try a tool like WalkMe with essentially no hassles, no strings attached. Uh, we do offer a free trial of our uh, of our solution at walkme.com slash download. So again, if you want to uh, start thinking about it, and we do even have a number of organizations that use the free trial of WalkMe as a live implementation. So they don't even pay for it and they're able to still get a benefit out of it, which we would encourage anyone who's interested to at least think about. I think it just caps how much content you can create, um, which for some companies is like, I just need a couple quick, quick hit wins and that's, that's good. So yeah. I appreciate your time and hopefully we'll get to do this again in the future. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To learn more, check out getmarlow.com slash podcast.